All the best. What the f- And we are back like the trade deadline as we head into week nine. This is the Long Snap Podcast. Uh, and I'm joined by Mark, Dougie and Russ. How are we doing, lads? All right, not bad. Just keep pounding. Good, mate. My team's still shit. Yeah. Amen, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and you, Craig. While we're on the subject of mate, fantasy, my, Craig, my good, how how did you feel when Todd Gurley sat down at the three? So the pissed. So pissed. <laughs> I was I laughing so hard. <laughs> but then you had a 16-point kicker that saved the day in our yeah. league of record. It was like four four points as I went in the little buffer. I was pissed though. I did think that could have done me, but I'm all right. Scoring a lot of points, mate. I'll be. I'm not, I don't even want to talk about fantasy to be honest with you. <laughs> that, 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 that league's getting hot. I just need to get through the next few weeks. But I don't. Play, stay healthy. I don't, I don't want how. to talk about fantasy. Jameis Winston is a prick. <laughs> Yes, he is. I don't know how I keep winning in that league. It's almost a Mate. joke. <laughs> All right, it is. It's ridiculous, right? I don't even want to... Dougie has scored the least amount of points. And have you... What are you? Seven and one. Seven and number one. Number one season. So, You've literally statistically had <clears throat> the easiest schedule possible. <laughs> well, that said, I've beaten you, Heap, yeah, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> right, I don't want to talk about... For context, I've, I've scored... 235 points less than Craig and I'm 7 and 1. And there's a team that's there's team there's a team that's 1 and 7 that scored 60 points less than me. You, you only need to you only need to beat your matchup though, don't you? You do mate, you do. And it doesn't yeah. Craig it really doesn't matter if you win the league because I've I've beaten you this season so if you win the league no, it's got an no, asterisk don't by it. it. No, no, it hasn't. No it hasn't. <laughs> we'll split it. I'll end up beat, you beating my four points. Don't no, I'm, te- I'm anyway I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> so, um, Adam's not here. You would have heard uh, somewhere. Where is he? Centre parks. Centre parks. I was shame. I was definitely going to say like Spain or something, but centre parks is fucking freezing. Can you go centre parks when it's cold like this? Isn't centre parks outside? It's the best time to go to centre parks, isn't it? It's all woodland and. It'll be all frosty and nice. and You're the type of guy who walks around in shorts in this type of weather, aren't you? Shorts and a gilet. <laughs> <laughs> that is no, me. mate. That is me at work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually wearing shorts right now. <laughs> Are they comfortable shorts? Uh, they can- Canterbury, uh, Canterbury Lions Stash. shorts, mate. Mark, you got the quiz this week? Yeah. I feel a bit nervous because Adam Adam gets pelters for his quizzes and now he's not here and handed over the baton to me. I feel a bit like, you know, the pressure's on. Yeah, don't fuck um, it up. Yeah, yeah. I'll, try, I'll try my best, mate. Um, so I've decided to do a, a halfway through quiz and uh, let's see who's been paying attention to the season so far. It's in everyone's favourite, higher or lower, play your cards right, entry round. So I'm going to give you a, a subject and then a starting point. Um, and you will have to tell me if you think the next personal thing is higher or lower. Yeah, keep, you can keep going, um, uh, but you can stop at any point. There's five more that you can get up to a maximum of five points. Stop at any point if you're not um, confident of your next answer to bank your points, because if you get it wrong, you lose everything. Ooh. You happy? Let's do it. Delighted. 
Delighted. Right, we'll go first. On on my screen, we'll, Doug's at the top. So, Doug, you can start. Do you want to go with topic A, B, or C? Lower. <laughs> uh, I'll go with A. I wish I wish the listeners could see the look on your face when you pulled that one off and the, the little the little beaming smile that comes over. <laughs> the Proud of himself. I've been bloody clever there. <laughs> <laughs> I have failed it. It was pretty good. Yeah, well, well done. So Dougie, here's your music. <laughs> a, a, B, or C, mate. A, please. A, please. So you are going to have the most rushing yards in the season so far. And your starting point is Adrian Peterson, who's got 587. The next person I want you to tell me is Saquon Barkley. Is he got? Is he higher or lower than Adrian Peterson? Lower. He is indeed lower. 519 yards for the lad at the Giants. Next up is lad. Joe Mixon. <laughs> Joe, Joe Mixon. Mixon. Is he higher or lower? Or would you like to stick where you are with your one point? I think Barkley's, Barkley's 516, right? 519. 519. Uh, Mixon will be lower. He's missed three or four games. Uh, Joe Mixon is lower. Only 10 yards lower, though. Really? 5.09 for Joe. Um, next up is Ezekiel Elliott. Higher oh, up. wow. Because he's had a couple of massive games, hasn't he? Um, That's some stinkers as well. I will stick there, but I would have gone lower. So you're sticking with your two points? Yeah. Two points. You would have been wrong to go lower. Let's we'll see. Much higher. <laughs> Much higher. He has 619 yards, Ezekiel Elliott. is about third in the NFL so far. Um, just for the shits and gigs, um, next up would have been Philip Lindsay, higher or lower? Uh, higher, because he's higher than Barkley. And where's next, higher or lower than Ezekiel Elliott? Right, who was lower than Barkley? Knowing that you're wrong. Oh, was I? Yeah. I wasn't listening. Yeah. He was lower, and the cream hunt was higher. So okay, well done. Two points, Craig. Um, do you want B or C? B. B is most passing yards in the season so far, and your starting point is Tom Brady, who has two thousand two hundred passing yards so far. Next up is Aaron Rodgers, higher or lower than Tom Brady? Higher. He is indeed higher, 2,283 yards. Next up for you is Mr. Eli Manning. Is he higher or lower than Aaron Rodgers? Lower. That's incorrect. <laughs> Eli Manning is higher. He's 2,377 yards. So that's a nothing for you, Craig, I'm afraid. Bad luck. So only, only three points on receiving yards to win. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm throwing it out there. There's two, there's two rounds, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Receiving yards, your starting place for us is Tyreek Hill, who has 705. Um, your, your first option is AJ Green. Is he higher or lower? 705. Mm. Lower. Is indeed lower. 
687 yards for AJ Green so far. Uh, next up is Michael Thomas at the Saints. Is he higher lower. or lower than AJ Green? Lower. Uh, correct again. 669 yards for Michael Thomas, which surprised me. I thought it'd be well, well higher. Um, next up, Mike Evans at Tampa Bay. Is he higher or lower than Michael Thomas? <clears throat> so uh, I would have before this weekend. I probably would have said lower, but I'm going to say higher based on he, he took about 130 on this weekend. So I'm going to go higher. And taking the lead with that answer so far, Mike Evans is higher, 770 yards so far for Michael Thomas. Next up. Odell Beckham Jr. Is he higher or lower than Mike Evans? I'm going to stick on three because I also am a massive uh, pussy. pussy. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you know, nah, that is not on. That is not how on. That not, how is it not on? Play the game. But <laughs> had Literally, I carried on, that's the rules. Had I carried on, I would have said he was lower. He's uh, higher. Mike ooh. Evans is he's, Odell Beckham is higher than Mike Evans. Well, I uh, suppose that, that stands to reason because Eli was higher than... Um, yeah. Um, and last up would have been Julio Jones. Him, Ross, yeah. Sorry, mate. <laughs> uh, we'll go in reverse order this time. So, Russ, do you want D, E, or F? I'll always have the D. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, this is average passer rating so far. This doesn't include people like Taysom Hill who've thrown two passes. Um, this is like proper quarterbacks who've properly played. Your first um, starting point is Jared Goff, who has an average QB rating of 112.5. Um, and do you think Philip Rivers is higher or lower than Jared Goff? Oh, <laughs> The thing, oh, so. You've got three points in the bank. I think Rivers is higher than Goff. You would be correct to say higher. He has an average QB rating of 117.8 so far. Um, next up for you is Mr. Pat Mahomes at the Chiefs. Is he higher or lower than Philip Rivers? Higher than Philip Rivers. I'm afraid you're incorrect. Does that just does that wipe me entirely down to zero? No, no, you've got your three points, so they're safe. <laughs> <laughs> they're safe. They're safe. Take the tails of it. Got your got your bus fare home. Um, no, Pat Mahomes <laughs> is lower than Phil Rivers. He's got an average QB rating so far of 115.3. Um, okay, Craig, do you want E or F? F. F. Good. I'm pleased you went for that one. So this is the average home game attendance oh, so far. <laughs> Your starting point for this one, uh, bearing in mind you need three to tie so far, um, yeah. is Seattle. That's got an average of 68,700 per home game. Next up for you is Minnesota. Are they higher or lower than Seattle? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're annoying. I'm going to go. I reckon you chucked one in there like you did earlier. You sound so smug as you say it as well. That's pissing me off. <laughs> Higher. Just because you got it wrong. And it's lower. <laughs> oh, <you're pretty>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Minnesota is two thousand lower, sixty-six thousand seven hundred. The thing is, I know Seattle's that's the that's the twelve man. They should have a lot, but after your little little shenanigans, 
<laughs> so Craig's finished the quiz with zero. Well Brilliant. done. Well played, um, mate. Doug, you need effectively two to win with your final um, final round, which is the most defensive fantasy points for the season. Okay. Your starting point is the is Jets. This, is this in our league? Because our league scoring is different. No, standard scoring. Okay. This is, starting point is the Jets, who currently have 71 fantasy points with their D. Um, and next up, I want you to tell me if the Buffalo Bills are higher, higher. or lower than the Jets. They are higher, but only by three. They're on 74. Uh, next up is the Seattle Seahawks. Are they higher or lower than the Bills? Lower. They are lower. 70 points so far for the season. Do you want to keep going or are you happy where you are? Well, ask me the question and I'll tell you. <laughs> um, the Don't Minnesota, do it. Don't Minnesota do it. Vikings higher or lower than the Seahawks? I'm going to stick. I'll take the money. <laughs> I'm, going take the, I'm going to take the money. Bob. I'm going to Bully's prize board, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to take the money, Chris. I want that fondue I... set. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was the two points you needed. Well done. Um, the Vikings were higher than the Seahawks for 73, but um, Doug, you can have your music. Cheers. While we're talking about defensive teams, does anyone want to trade me for either the Rams or the uh, Texans? Have you got both of those in our league? Yeah. Oh, no. Trading Case Keenum. Uh, I'll, I'll which, listen to offers. Let's get some done. Let's get some done. The long snapper league. Mate, I'd... Long slapper or Wonkers? Wonkers. Yeah, Wonkers. Yeah, no, nah, I'm not. Fuck you, mate. I'm not doing no trades with you. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I don't want to talk fantasy. Just fuck you. <laughs> that, that's mental. Uh, uh, I got right, them both, man. Talk. I got them both. They're there for trades. <laughs> They're there for trades. I'm, 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 in the, I'm in the market for a I'll, receiver. I'll take saying. a mid-level receiver. I'll take a mid-level receiver. Here, listen. I've got Sterling Shepard. And Sterling <laughs> Shepard. Sterling Shepard and the Rams. Let's talk. Nah, I'm not doing no trades with you, Doug. I'm not doing it. <laughs> what? Just, just, just for karma's sake. How like, can that? How can that be a stitch up? Sterling Shepherd and the Rams. Like, you know, like, you know, like walking under a ladder. You just, just like, you don't need to tempt fate. I'll give you Christian <laughs> Kirk or Robert Woods. I'm sure you will, mate. Robert, Robert Woods, I could, I, I might look at. Anyway, let's talk real football. Fucking hell. Right. Um. So. Uh. Finally. Uh, the Cleveland Browns organization have taken the advice of a long snap podcast who have been calling for this decision for a number of weeks now. Part of it. Um, well, yeah, part of it, absolutely. Uh, as, as per usual, Browns can never quite get it right. But um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, all change. Hughes' time is done. Um, Haley's gone with him. Browns have a, a new start. What do we think? Another new start. <laughs> Tenth coach in nine years. Um, it's madness that they got rid of Haley. There's clearly been some house of cards shit going on, hasn't there? Greg Williams has obviously come out on top of whatever Machiavellian schemes have been going on. It just... Mm. If you're going to clean house, clean house. Don't leave... The, the guy who's widely regarded and perceived to be the biggest bell end in the organisation anyway, don't leave him there. He's the one that causes the drama, apparently. So, Do you think there's anything in the fact that there's there was clearly like massive friction between 
Jackson and Haley. You could see that right from the Hard Knocks filming, yeah. right through to the interviews that they had up up to the middle of last week. Um, they clearly didn't get on. They didn't agree with the way that either of them were doing things. And do you think the organisation have just taken the tact and said, you know what, fuck them both, let's get rid of them. Greg, you've not been involved as much in the <clears throat> bitching and um, backstabbing, so over to you. Well, look, the, the most functional part of that team was the defence. And I think yeah. what what caused the issue between Haley and Jackson was possibly because Jackson's an offensive coach. Haley's an offensive coach. I don't think Jackson gave Haley any respect whatsoever. The way he spoke to him in those hard knocks episodes, you know, ragging on ragging on the bloke as if he's never been a head coach. The guy's been a head coach, you know, and an offensive coordinator in the league for years. And I've read that I read that Tyrod Taylor played a big part in it as well, in or his role apparently played a big part in it, and that um it was Jackson who wanted to put Mayfield in, whereas Haley was wanted to sit him for the year and stick with Taylor. Um, but Jackson decided that that wasn't happening. Um, and that apparently led to a lot of the infighting as well when um, when he decided he was just going to go with Baker. Mm. You reckon Haley was playing for maybe his own job? Maybe the idea was to get Hugh out and maybe take the top job once everyone realised he's fucked it. Because I do, I actually do agree with you. I mean, we are taking a lot of information from Hard Knocks, but certainly watching it, and I do, I think there's value in that, seeing them interact. Even as a coaching staff, it didn't look coherent. It didn't look relaxed. In their positional groups, it, 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 at times, it, it, you know, it looked better. There was some excitement, but certainly as a coaching staff, when you saw them all together, it looked all, there was that standoff between Hugh Jackson and Haley, and I think Jackson left and there was around the table and the the talk between them wasn't even particularly clear. There wasn't nobody was able to sort of either express an opinion clearly and their rationale and like have open challenge or or not. It it just looked tense. It looks like, you know, uh, a team that has has a load of issues that they haven't worked through yet. So, I, I, I my my worry, well, not worry. I couldn't really give a shit to be honest. But the, I, what I do think is, I, I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. I don't see how leaving um, uh, the, the what's his name, defensive coordinator, who's got the job, Greg Williams, Williams, leaving him in charge. I don't see how that. Um, I don't think I don't see how that solves anything. I don't see what you do. There is talk about going out to get Mayfield's um, head coach from uh, college, uh, which you know maybe next year. But I just think this year is going to be a car crash oh, unless yeah. Baker Mayfield's brilliant. It could. It, it's going to be the making or or the breaking of Baker Mayfield, isn't it? I think um, he. It, I'd be intrigued to see. I, I will be intrigued to see whether or not they take the brakes off him. Because again, as soon as they were down in a hole against the Steelers, he's he's moving the ball. Something in that. It's been three or four weeks in a row, you know, and, and uh, I don't know. I think the question for me, though, if I'm John Dorsey or the owner, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this, I'm thinking, we have got no leader, we've got no real direction, and I've got another number one pick sitting there. Do I want to risk him? For the rest of this year, do I really want them to play and play free, and or or do I want to do all I can to protect him, or if anything, get him out of there? I don't see. My worry is 
Look, my I always harp back to RG three. I used to think I used to be a big thing about you know players have got to play and there's an inherent risk in the game and blah blah blah. But RG three did make me view that differently in that when you if when you're good you're so fucking good. But <laughs> there is a cliff anywhere you know directly in front of you if it doesn't quite go right. And if I'm that organisation, I'm not sure I want Baker Mayfield playing much football for the rest of this year. I don't want to see anything happen to him. Otherwise, you know it it really is, you know, and the same old Browns. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree with you. I don't think they've. There's much benefit um, in playing him. It's the same with um, same with Rose and same with Allen. Mm. Um, they're just. I don't see what they're learning. And every team, you know, has this same philosophy: is that we're going to draft this quarterback, then we we'll let him sit um, and learn for a year, like the Chiefs did with Mahomes. Um, but then, they shit, haven't, teams, they haven't got the guts to do it. Yeah, then mm. the shit teams get to week three; it's not going well, and they panic, and they and they stick him in. Um, and it's it doesn't benefit them in the long term, and that's why you know quarterbacks like Mahomes and Rogers back in the day succeed because they've got talent, but they also had the time. Whereas you're just chucking quarterbacks into bad situations with bad coaches, um, and they're and they're failing, and it's destroying them. Just briefly before we move off from the Browns, um, they have got the number one pick in Baker Mayfield. They took what was it number was it number three or number one last year in um, Garrett. Yeah. You know, two really high draft picks, two great, well, what seems to be great players. Uh, what do we think about a window for the Browns? How how long have they got before, you know, these two are looking, thinking about moving on and, and, and that, well, that, that team's... It doesn't matter whether or not they want to move on. They're not going to be allowed to move on. The, the, yeah. the window is four years, potentially five, because of Baker Mayfield's rookie contract. Rookie contract. Yeah. So they've got to win now. They have to win now. You've, you, there, there isn't time to be... You have, the, the competitive advantage of having a, a number one draft pick as a quarterback who's good is, is so massive. They have to win now. They, they can't afford to be messing around. They've got, to, the go problem. They've got, they've got to find an offensive coach that knows how to use him. They've got so many like picks that were taken early in the early in drafts with, with him, Garrett, the the corner that they've picked up this year, Chubb, eventually they're going to have to start paying them. Mm. Um, so they've, they've only got a window, a small window of opportunity where they can make the most of it before, like, like it happened with the Seahawks. They suddenly have to pay all their players and they fuck off elsewhere and the team falls apart. Um, the stu- the just... stupid thing is that the Haslam's got rid of Sashi Brown, who had orchestrated this this practice of getting draft picks, stocking up on draft picks, looking at the long-term future of the organisation. They got rid of him in favour of Hugh Jackson. Yeah. Madness. Madness. Mm, They've got Dorsey now, but who knows where that plan would be now had they have kept hold of Brown. I mean, I I know, well, I, I feel like they would certainly not have kept both of those number one picks this year. They would have traded for more and built more assets. I just find it baffling that, like the the dysfunction that goes on there. How you're when you when you look at the other teams in their division, they've they've just haven't got a prayer unless they get somebody who can be an instant instant success and make Mayfield someone who's actually the player he could be. They're wasting all these players' careers. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, we'll see how the Browns get on next week, but I don't I don't fancy them for the rest of the year. I think we may have to we may have to wait until next year to see what happens with the Browns. But we're definitely the most spoken about team on the long snap pod this season by yeah. a million Which miles. Which is mental. <laughs> <laughs> well, so let's move on to some teams who can't play football. Um, Rams versus Green Bay. Um, maybe not the all-out explosion we had hoped, but still a very entertaining game. Um, Rams get a dub, even if not vintage. What, what, we, what are we doing with the, with the LA Rams? 7-0? and 8-0? 7-0? I think undefeated. They're, yeah, they're undefeated, aren't they? They, yeah. they're good. They are good. They're just relentless. great analysis. <laughs> I tell you what, the thing is, seven and zero. They're good. Team, can, That's why you're here. <laughs> teams can hang with them for a certain amount of time, but they can't stay with them for a full game. They yeah. just can't. And if Aaron Rodgers can't, I mean, he didn't get the opportunity to try and save it at the end, did he? But. <laughs> But that's what they have got. It's all phases of the game. Punch you in the mouth, punch you in the mouth, punch you in the mouth. They've they've got the all round game as well, haven't they? They've got Gurley who can who can just run through walls and around walls. They've got the receiving courts as well. You know, they they can really come at you from all angles, and it's and it's really hard to defend that receiving corpse. You yeah, you like that? Yes, I'm pretty sure that's silent, bro. I like it. Though. Yeah, I think I may. I'll, I'll, I'll say it however I like in West Country accent. <laughs> <laughs> They've got all the news, views, team. and mispronunciations with a West Country accent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They, they ain't perfect by any stretch of the imagination. They can't stop the run. They can't convert on third down. Um, they don't throw the they don't throw the deep ball as much as everyone thought they were going to. Um, but it, it, it doesn't matter at the moment because they've got players that are still able to get it done and even today they've they had an issue with stopping the run and so tell you what we'll just go and trade for the the, um, the third third overall pick from a couple of years ago in Dante Fowler um it, it when you look at the players that are on that team their their secondary isn't isn't fantastic because they've lost a couple through injury but that o-line and um, the, the d-line sorry is unbelievable yeah and it makes you wonder in- how they're accounting for all this doesn't it well, that's you know how have they got the space? <laughs> it, it does make you wonder. Um, but they are they are in completely <laughs> yeah they are completely in win now mode because this team's going to look nothing like this in three years time. Absolutely yeah, nothing like it unless unless so the they, GM they can have keep to pulling win. pulling moves. Um, what I would say about them, they, I think people just need to pump the brakes a bit on how much they're fingering Sean McVay's bum hole. He does a bit... get a lot of fingers deep yes, up his bum it's hole. Getting a bit, it's, I'm already a bit weary of it. Knuckle yeah. deep. We get it. Ass. We get it. He's, he's, he's fucking weird. He can remember all the plays. Great. Well done, Sean McVay. Um, at times that was off... impressive, though. I, what, that interview where he did just bang out all the... I, did, I was like, wow. That was yeah. good. Uh, it's impressive, but, you know, Pump the brakes. Yeah, Dustin, Dustin Hoffman didn't make a good NFL coach, did he? <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> Fucking rain, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm really high on them. I am really high on them. I think this is, uh, you know. It, that must have been really difficult for you to get to that opinion though, right? You're really high <laughs> on the 7-0 and o team, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> right, so, I don't, I, in fact, 
it's, it's taken a bit away from my segment later, so maybe I won't go too too deep into it. But I just think, in terms of balance, in terms, Mark, the, you know, I'm less concerned about the secondary because, that you know, it's impossible to have. I think it's impossible to have. You know, you can't be elite in every single positional category, nope. um, and they they do enough to stifle you because they will score. But what may be the concern is longer term is that deep threat. And I think they'll get it. They've got, they have got young talented receivers. One of them will end up standing out and, and really hold that outside position. Um, love Jared Goff. And obviously I think, top, you know, Todd Gurley's clearly the best back in football. So, uh, you know, that Rams team against a good Green Bay team, good game, but it, you kind of may, even if Aaron Rodgers got the ball, I wasn't thinking, you know, the Rams aren't going to have an answer here. Yeah. Can we, can we talk? Can we talk about that that last sort of section when Rogers was just to get about to get the ball for a two minute drill, and and it's cost Ty Montgomery his job. Yeah, literally, yeah. literally, literally traded, traded. See ya. Yeah, yeah. Done, mate. Fucking, Done. you know, if there's if there's one if there's one player you want in that situation, two points yeah. down, you know, two minute drill. You're looking at Aaron Rodgers and going, "Here yeah. we go," yeah. and. Ty Montgomery's basically got his dick fingers on, shut the bed, uh, just all, all all in a water. And apparently he was told they they he was warned when they were walking out to take the kickoff was if it's kicked deep into the end zone, do not under mm. any circumstances run it out because we want the time on the clock. Because mm. as soon as you as soon as you start running, the clock's ticking. And he was told. And apparently <laughs> the players were like literally before you go out, Ty. If this is going in the end zone, just take a knee, eh? Just let it go because we need the time. Sounds like a do? proper thick shit. Oh, me. my God. My, my favourite so, thing about it is it's not even a seventh round pick this year. No. <laughs> they've, they've traded him for some kid in they've, high school at the moment. They've basically gone, whatever you've got. What you got? What you got? What you got? <laughs> yeah, what's, in your, what's in your pockets? And, yeah. Aaron doesn't like him anymore, so we'll pay you. And they've, they've, they've basically gone, the, the team that's traded for him have basically gone, Twenty twenty seventh rounder, <laughs> thinking there's no way they'll take that. There's no way they'll take that. Oh, they've taken. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. Wasn't expected yeah. that. <laughs> what are we going to do now? It's like our strategy in an auction draft. Hey, listen, listen. I, I've I've got to say so. Like Craig, I've given you. I gave you a bit of tap at the start of the year about drafting Gurley for the amount of money you did, um, fantasy wise. Absolute beast. I want to take exception to one of the points that you said earlier that he's the best back in football. I don't believe he is the best back in football. I think there's at least four or five running backs that are more talented than him, but he is a top 10 running back in the best situation. I think if you look at um, Malcolm Brown's stats, his backup, and what he's done in the same offense, that should give you a bit of perspective on where Gurley is in, in, in the ranks of top running backs. I think if you plug David Johnson in there, you plug Shady McCoy in there, you put even Marlon Mack, the way he's running for for the Indianapolis Colts, like I think they'd put up stunning numbers too. I just I I get what you're saying. He's obviously touchdowns, yards, catching out the backfield. I don't believe he's the best back in the league. I mean, it's difficult. It's difficult to when you're talking. I mean, we can agree they're all elite. For me, that I think Todd Gurley does everything exceptionally. 
when the other backs, the only other backs for me that could rival him, it, but it's a punt, isn't it? Because none of yeah. them are doing what he's doing. The only backs that could really rival him in terms of a skill set, Le'Veon Bell and David Johnson. And the big thing for me of backs are, can you, can you, can you run hard? Can you run through the tackles? A gap, B gap. Can you break outside and beat a man with pace? And can you catch the ball? And Todd Gurley does that. The, all those three things, as good as any. Obviously, you have to consider blocking, which he also does well. So I just love Todd Gurley. And I, I think if you were to pick any other back, you're rolling a dice. I, I and, and having seen him this year, I would, given what's happened with a lot of the other top running backs, I would still pick Gurley just because I've seen what he can do. When yes, you know your O line's playing well, your quarterback's good, you've got great slot receivers, and 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 you've got a, obviously a, a very good coach who can remember everything. <laughs> um, where are we where are we put in Green Bay? What well, happens to them? You, I, I'll touch on it in my any other, in my one sentence previews, but if they don't win next week against the Patriots in that division, that it's a long road to the playoffs. It's they're kind of in it, aren't they? Still, because the, the the Bears and the Vikings keep finding ways to to lose games. Um, you know, Bears winning the division at the minute with four and three, Packers three three and one. It's that someone's going to come out essentially of that division three and five. Though that is essentially three and five. It is, but someone's going to probably come out of that division with eight wins. It's it could yeah. well it could well happen. Um, even the Lions are still in that division at three and four. Um, I, the, the advantage they've got over everybody else is the fact that they've got Aaron Rodgers. If they can keep him healthy, um, you know, chart, there's every possibility that if Ty Montgomery isn't a twat, he goes and gets the ball and goes and scores the touchdown or at least leads them to the field goal that they need. Um, and they win the game and everyone thinks that Green Bay have been brilliant because they've got the pieces in Green Bay. That the first I've really seen of Jai uh, Alexander, this, the rookie they've got in their secondary, he was unbelievable. He was everywhere, something like five or six um, passes, passes blocked. Phenomenal performance. I think they've got all the pieces. But they, but you see, the thing is for Green Bay, I don't know that they do, mate. Like I hear you, and it, he had that, that, that. He had a good game, and they talked about him a lot on commentary. But for me, who does it week in week out? Jordan Nelson ain't there anymore. Clay Matthews ain't the player he was anymore. I think Devonte Adams and uh, Adams is, has had a, a stellar year. Yeah. He, he's been good. But it's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it lives. They live and die by Aaron Rodgers. I they, don't they, know. They've I, wasted his career. That it, it, well, you could say that once one Super Bowl, one Super Bowl, and and not only only not only is there only one Super Bowl, but they haven't been super competitive every year. It's very in and out. I I I I'm, I, I I think they're in trouble, and I think that it lives and dies by Aaron Rodgers, and that's a problem for a franchise like Green Bay. If they 13, don't make the playoffs, thirteen touchdowns, thirteen if, touchdowns, one interception, and they're and they're three and three and one. If they don't make the playoffs this year, bad. McCarthy has to go. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. If Rogers stays healthy, because they they if they if he doesn't lose his excuse, then yeah, I agree. Um, let's talk Saints Vikings um, again. Maybe not the, f- the full explosion we hoped. Um, Drew Brees. Pass for what less than 150 yards, but still an exciting game. Again, <clears throat> Saints managing to get the W. 
haven't uh what's that seven games in the truck they've won or six games on the six truck on the, six on the truck six yeah. and about since losing the first week and uh finding ways to win i think i think the saints are excellent they've just i mean now that's a team that's got everything and start of the season they were a little bit iffy defensively um but they it was the it was the d that kind of won it for them in this game it caught a couple of massive massive turnovers that sort of did for the um the vikings in the end they didn't have to do a huge amount offensively. I don't think Drew Brees threw the ball more than 15 yards, more than a handful of times because he didn't need to. Um, but they've got they've got a lot of weapons, and I think that they've got as much of a chance of making the Super Bowl as any team in this league. Yeah, I can't disagree with any of that. I mean, they're they're in the same conference as the Rams, though, which is the biggest problem I can see for them. Because I don't think yeah. they match well with the Rams. Mm. Um, because they've sort of morphed into this run-heavy offense. Um, well, we'll see this weekend, won't we? Well, yeah. Um, but yeah, it'll be it'll be an interesting game. Um, the Vikings, though, I don't know why it's not working for them. I, I, I can't. Do you think there's a? Do, <sighs> There's a lot being made of the amount of passes that Kirk Cousins is having batted away um, at the goal line and his performance overall. His numbers don't look bad, but have you, I'm not convinced that he's been all that good and has justified his money yet. Ah, oh, he's been good. I think he's think, been good. Yeah. Do, you think he's been, do you think he's been that much better than, say, Case Keenan was last year? <laughs> well, um, going on their record, no. No. But you look at their when you look at their record. Obviously, they lost to the Saints. They lost to the Rams, and that that defeat at the Bills is really hurting them right now. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, how really did they do that? Is, well, was that exactly, the last time the Bills scored a touchdown. Uh, no, they scored one against the Cardinals, but um, oh, that, that, shock, t- shock. Not, <laughs> it's, yeah, I've no idea how they managed how they contrived to lose that game. Yeah, and and it was it wasn't just it was it was a you know, a bona fide ass in as well, 27-6. But when you look back at it, they, they, they tied with the Packers as well, which was just a random game where kickers shut the bed. But, you know, their record isn't that horrific when you look at it. And if you watch the games, they have their moments in games. You know, Adam Thielen, uh, I mean... Is it is it too far to say that he is the best receiver in football at the moment? I don't, he's not the best receiver in football, but he certainly, you know, if you were to say Adam Thielen's a top top ten he's, receiver, comfortably he's doing the best at the minute. I think. Yeah, he's got great hands, and he can run a great route. You know, he's and he's he's probably faster than you think he is. I like Adam Thielen, and I didn't give him a lot of credit. I have to be honest. You know, even last year. And I think you know Dougie was on was high on Adam Thielen. I wasn't convinced. He's he's been really good coming to a you know he's the best receiver on that team by far. And if he plays well, I mean even though he had he had the fumble, he's, he you know he still came back, made some big plays. That's that's a good sign. I love that. Um, I want to shout out Adam for being the. And first the thing person, is, I want to say the rug game. The first person on this podcast to mention Adam Thielen. Two seasons ago, it was one of his first ever appearances on the Long Snapper podcast. And he said, "You guys haven't mentioned him yet, but there's this player coming through at the Vikings called Adam Thielen." You said him, those words, did you? Pick, no, Adam did. Adam oh, did. Adam. Pick him up in your fantasy leagues. That was two years ago. So 
Shout out to Adam. Not here. Yeah, yeah. Still, a, still, still a prick though. Yeah. yeah, massive. And can't really trust his credibility. That was that was back then. Nowadays, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I do like I do like Adam Feeling. It is a, it's a weird one for the Vikes. I, I don't think they're I, I I don't think they're out of it. I think a few games and I think I wanted to say oh you know maybe Dalvin Cook's hurt them but actually they ran the ball all right yeah. Latavius Murray did well the getting a lot of push varied looks inside outside screens you know it's, it is it's a tricky one to, to understand maybe not as strong on defense you know there was and I think their own their own line's terrible their own line's, line's terrible and that's going to hurt them because you ain't winning anything with a crappy O-line and speaking Speaking of a, a crappy O-line, let's just quickly take a moment of silence for for the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> Is that enough? That was, that was enough. enough. That, was pretty, that, was, that was plenty. Um, shit, man. Uh, yeah, they're rubbish. Um, There's, I'll tell you what, there is a lot of rubbish in the NFL right now, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. There is. Um it's a shame. I love Eli. I like Eli, man. Um, but bloody hell, that that I mean, that franchise is in is in a pickle. And you've got Saquon Barkley and Odell Beckham in their prime, young, ready. What the fuck are they going to do? Eli's got to be going, isn't he? Is well, there's it's a big but, it's a big decision they've got to make. They've obviously not gone with anyone. Um, they've not traded for anyone, which some people expected them to maybe have a look at someone like Jameis Winston. Um, or Tyrod Taylor or something like that. So they're obviously sticking with Eli. Sherman's come out and said that. I think I read today. Yeah. I said Eli's our quarterback, but fucking hell. And I like Eli. And you know what? There's every chance he runs off and, you know, pull, make some good plays, has some exciting games. But for the Giants as a franchise, isn't it time? He's getting a lot of yards. So that's the thing. As, as you discovered in the quiz earlier on, the guy's getting a lot of yards. But he's just yeah, making a lot. Well. He's just getting a making a lot of mistakes because he's getting a lot of heat. Yeah, he's making a lot of mistakes because he's got absolutely no protection whatsoever. Don't yeah, make excuses well, for Eli Manning, mate. Don't make excuses for him, mate. I'm I'm a I'm a, a rookie in this. But the bloke I can, is even a corpse. I, he's a corpse. Even I can even I can see the fact that he can't move doesn't help him, right? But when you've got no O-line protection and the fact that you can't... I'm not... Listen, Brady can't move and still manages to negotiate a pocket. You know, the thing with Eli is you watch him play football. Just... I am still staggered, actually, Mark, by that stat. Because when do we see him pass the fucking ball? When I just... There's times where he's going through... Three and out, three and out, three and out in games where you want to turn over. Like, it's like, I don't know what to do. And he has a little <laughs> shrug. And it's like, well, dude, I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, watching him is painful. I, I'm, I, I do think I like him. He's got two. And I'm a big, you know, you've got to put a premium on women winning. Only one one team wins every year. You've got, you got, you got to put a premium on women. Yeah. Fourth, fourth in the league at the minute with passing yards is Eli Manning. Yeah, crazy. The that good news crazy. is that their their backup rookie um, quarterback has been generating a lot of good buzz, especially in the police department of New York State. So, <laughs> um, you know, things are looking up for the Giants. 
They literally <laughs> don't have a quarterback on their roster that's any good. <laughs> All the best, Jack. There's, yeah, there's a, there's a few teams that I could say that, though. Yeah. Yeah. Any nope. other games anyone wants to talk about? Nah. I nah. just I want to mention the Panthers. They are looking something like it at the moment, and, and Cam is bang on form. And I, you know, I think that they are in a in a tidy, tidy position at the moment. They look, they look good, the Panthers. And I think we said last week that they look a little bit sneaky good because everyone was kind of writing them off. But I just, I kind of always think that they've got it in them to shit the bed quite easily. And like, similar to the Packers, they live and die by which Cam turns up each week. And if it's if it's MVP getting to the Super Bowl, Cam, they've got every chance because they've got the players. But if it's you know I'm going to be a bit of a dick and dress like uh, dress like an idiot in the press conference, Cam, then... does that make him a bad football player? Well, if he's got the wrong mentality going into the game, I think he's been proven time and time again that when he gets in a little bit of a strop and he sits over on the sideline with his little um, his little towel on his head and he's uh, he's not about it that day, then the Panthers don't win that week. So it's, yeah, he is a worse player when he's not got his head switched on. I just think defensively they look good. Um, McCaffrey's was firing. They've got Olsen going. He seems to love Funchess as well. Yeah. Um, you know, they they have got a little bit of everything. They haven't got the perhaps the star quality like the Rams and maybe the Saints have, but they are they're like the the all an all rounder side that, that that could surprise a few teams as they hit the playoffs. We we mentioned last week, and I think if you can get Cam Newton at his best and you get Luke Keekley at his best, that team is as good as any. Cam Cam plays football and and it's like playing with children. It is literally like a big kid on the pitch, like. Ha ha ha! Okay, you grab my leg, and he's grabbed my leg as well, and you've got my arm. All right, I'll stop now. Like he's just—he's just so much more powerful. He's fast as fuck. Like it's crazy. It's crazy. If he plays well, and Keekly plays well, and I do like McCaffrey, who can make a play. Love a player who can make a play. Get your first down. Get you an extra two, three, seven yards. Yeah, they got a shout. I was impressed with how easily they brushed aside the Ravens. I thought that was going to be quite a close one. I think a lot of people picked the Ravens to win that. Um, they've got they've got a chance if Cam if Cam stays on form. I just want to mention Patrick Mahomes. Just, I'm, I've got the NFL Network on at the moment. Um, Record breaking pace, amazing offense. I worry there's a little bit of the. Robert Griffin the thirds about him. I really hope it's for real. I really hope it's for real. And I'm you know, I just hope it's not this like one season. Nick Foles has done it. You know I just hope it's for real. The thing is with Mahomes, I think Mahomes is in a great position. With RG three, that franchise was going through some transition. There was and and then the injury, I think that solidified it. Andy Reid's been there now. This was the plan, and tap like in terms of a like an athlete, he looks unbelievable. So as long as his body doesn't break down, he's clearly a, a smart lad. He's, he's he's had time to learn it. He's been given a lot of confidence and a lot of freedom. But there is, and, and look how good he's. I mean, isn't this like a? There's like only one. Isn't Peyton Manning the only other quarterback to have had this many touchdown passes halfway through the season? Yeah. Like yeah. this guy, 
this guy's doing big fucking things, big boy things. Like it's not, I, I think you, I'd be very surprised if this is a flash in the pan. He's got a great situation. I, I like, I mean, look, you're going to take Mahomes early. If you can, if you can get Mahomes for good money in a fantasy league next year, you'll take him, won't you, right? Like, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. And their and their schedule is favourable. They've still got to play the Browns, the Cardinals, the Raiders twice, um, the Ravens. So that yeah, they've got the you know a couple of other harder games in there. But you know you wouldn't you wouldn't swap their they wouldn't want to swap their schedule with anybody else's. So as we look forward to to week nine, let's um, let's get into some one sentence previews. 49ers at Raiders. Another worst team in football, Bowl. Ah, who the fuck am I kidding? <laughs> Redskins at Falcons. High fly Redskins taking on the Falcons, who absolutely have to win this game to be relevant. Vikings at Lions. The tateless Lions will have to find a way to keep up with the best wide receiver duo in football. Ravens at Steelers. Middle into good years for both franchises and just the type of game to see what's really good. This should be a dust-up. Panthers at Bucks. Panthers are starting to look like the real deal. Mind you, Jameis Winston is down the doll centre picking up his P45. <laughs> Bills at Bears. The league's worst offence, maybe ever, versus the league's best defence. Fuck my life. Browns at Chiefs. Who cares? Dolphins at Jets. Feels like the type of game that should happen in London. Uh. Broncos at Texans. Demarius Thomas in winning score shock. Saints at Rams. Could this be a rehearsal for the NFC Championship game? Patriots at Packers. Are we already saying it's a must win for the Pack? Cowboys at Titans. Literally couldn't be bothered to write anything about this, Adam. Seahawks at Chargers. Chargers have to beat the Seahawks to keep up with the Chiefs. It's not going to be easy, though. But block it. And that is the one-sentence previews. So, the point in the pod we all wait for. Uh, any other business? Who's going first? I'll go. Um, absolute scenes at the King Power Stadium on... Saturday evening, where the the chairman in his helicopter, I can't, I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name, um, but took off from the pitch as he usually does after games, um, only for the the helicopter to basically career out of the sky. Um, I've seen a video of the actual sure, helicopter taking off, yeah, of taking it off the pitch. Uh, just a minute ago, and it is absolutely horrific. You've got to say the the pilot is an absolute hero for managing to do what he did to steer it away from from lots of fans that are outside the ground, but an awful, awful sort of turn of events. Um, and you know, your 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 feelings go out to all the the families and the supporters of Leicester and the football community and all that sort of stuff. So uh, it's really sad. Um, on a slightly lighter note. Have you seen the fucking Simpsons are on about getting rid of a poo? <laughs> you just nicked mine. <laughs> what the actual fuck, right? They're, you know, I'm start, I, I've been annoyed with this for a long, long time with the, the snowflake generation and I'm offended by this. And 
this isn't cultural representation and all this sort of stuff. The guy what is do you bloody mean, man? What do you probably, bloody mean? See, you see, you can get away with that. <laughs> if I did that, you know, I might be, I might be, you know, I don't know. I'm but, definitely not Indian. I'm not sure. No, I no, no, I know, I know. But, <laughs> I'm a little bit offensive. I was all, what I'm saying is that Apu, especially in The Simpsons, is probably the least offensive character in the entire of the show. Yeah, absolutely. He's always coming out on top. He's, you know, he's he's just a what seems like a lovely bloke. Just happens to manage the supermarket. He's an utter coxman as well, isn't he? <laughs> he's a swordsman. How many kids has he got as well? It's like twelve or something, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. just puts it out. Puts he's it just out. a hard. He's just a hardworking Asian fellow working in a supermarket, living the dream. So what's the What's the problem? Living the American dream. That's right. <laughs> yeah. But yet there are fucking idiots out there that are uh, it's you know it's it's ever so slightly racist and it's not uh, actual cultural representation or this sort of stuff just fuck off <laughs> so so my one sentence preview was going to be how they've decided to get rid of a poo from the simpsons um, the one sentence so, preview was going to be no, that. Not that's that, interesting. not that, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> that, that literally was going to be my any other business as well so um, yeah moving on nice that's, sorry mate that's all right I went to the cinema today. Spent um, about £350? Yeah, that. Um, I went to watch First Man. Like, you know, the the Apollo thing is one of my favourite subjects. I think, you know, it's the, the ultimate um, the, the ultimate human accomplishment. What, the moon landing? Yeah. Didn't if you say me. didn't happen, I'm <laughs> like, it's over. <laughs> Um, I've been to the I've been to the moon. It's called the Ascension Islands. Okay, mate. <laughs> you mean you, that studio where they filmed it? Don't wear hoodies. It makes you look like a a penis with its foreskin pulled back. Um, <laughs> well, what about a flag? No, I think I found Doug's kryptonite. There's no there's nowhere up there. Anyway, so the the film First Man is about Neil Armstrong, who is an incredibly complex man. Who, who was like very um. He's had to live a lie all his life. No wonder he's complex. <laughs> This is ridiculous. Anyway, <laughs> the film itself was was quite slow paced and quite um, it was quite moving and deep in 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 t- at times, and it really asked you to buy into the experience and actually sit and listen and take it in. So it really fucked me off that the eighteen year old couple sitting behind me to my left were engaged in what can only be described as um, masturbation, <laughs> mutual <laughs> masturbation, um, <laughs> laughing and giggles, and um, genuinely, you know. Now, I've got, I, I'm, I'm not a prude. I don't care. If you want to get wanked off in a cinema, great. But surely there are cheaper options. And on a, <laughs> and on a Tuesday morning, <laughs> I, I went to the 10 past 10 showing of First Man, a film that you have to want to watch. I, the, a film that the demographic within that cinema building was white males aged 40 to 60. And then there was Back a 19-year-old couple <laughs> jacking each other off in the corner. Are you joking me? Seriously, mate. Go to a bus stop. There's fucking thousands of them in Milton Keynes. Just go to a Mate, bus surely, stop. Surely at that time of day, their parents are at work as well. Exactly. So themselves. <laughs> Just go <laughs> home and you can throw her, about the, throw her about the house. Shag her in your dad's bed for all I care. Don't do it in the middle of the first, man. I've been waiting weeks to watch that film. 
I've I've known about that film for probably two years, and you ruined it for me. So thanks, thanks. I turned around. I turned around at one Sound point. Sound like you're about to burst into tears. This this is what happened, right? I turned around halfway through and said, "If you two pricks don't shut the fuck up, I'm going to drag you out of here myself." They laughed at me. They laughed at me and carried on wanking each other off. Unbelievable. Look at that old cunt. Did you have shorts and a gilet on? I can definitely see you having shorts. Little old cunt. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go. Um, Follow that, mate. Yeah, no, not going to. I uh, I watched Haunting on Hill House. Anyone seen some of that? And I'm not horror like, I think horror films are shit. I think it's stupid. Not scared because something comes out of a wall and blah, blah, blah. But Mrs. Wants to watch it. Rare, tear, tear. Um, it's all right. That's it. It's all right. What was if that noise you just made there? Tear, tear, tear. No one was getting wanked off in it, right? No one was getting wanked off. <laughs> Especially well, not Craig. Not, not. <laughs> <laughs> He's married now. I, 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 man, I get wanked off all the time. I've got to beat her off sometimes, to be honest. Sometimes I need to just chill. Athlete and that. Need to rest. But... <laughs> fucking hell. Obviously oh, ridiculous. Fucking Obviously. hell. <laughs> she, ain't, she ain't anywhere near that room either is she Actually, yeah right yeah this would stab me <laughs> so i'm literally chatting shit i don't even know if it works anymore so that is uh the end of uh long snapper podcast for the week um nice one cheers for listening people actually listen to this that's that's cool Mark, did you do um, any other business yeah mine was a poo oh right Rusty so you didn't you didn't have another one no, oh, okay. no, I did just ignore him. <laughs> unless you want to, <laughs> I struggled to think of that one. To be honest, <laughs> yeah. The two, so. the two things I was going to potentially mention were were the Leicester chairman and a poo, and um, basically Russ, Russ became me. Did it? Russ was yeah. Russ was hanging out. So he's big time. Forget. Remember, he did your yeah. internet. He's, he's run. He's run two marathons. Don't you? Literally, <laughs> check it. Check his bio. Um, right, <laughs> long snap pod next week, lads. See you later. Oh, yeah. All the best.